Coming to you live from So-and-So Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's Happy Thoughts with Dirty Minds, hosted by Cody Thomas and Brian Summers. Well, we're here back once again at the So-and-So Film Studio. It's Cody Thomas. And Brian Summers. Ah, okay, so you do anything cool for spring break, baby? Spring break forever. Yeah, one of our friends had a 21st birthday, um, April 1st, and we decided we were going to go to the club. I think um, I was there. Did, yeah, was yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah, gosh. You were there. You were there with us. Oh. And, uh, it, I mean, it was fun. Um, we, had a, we had a bunch of people going. Um, and there were a lot of, you know, pretty interesting events that happened at the club. It was a club opera in Atlanta, Georgia. I heard you uh, grinded for the first time. How, how did that make you feel, sir? Uh, yeah. Um, quick side note, I've always had this rule that I just don't grind. You know, I just don't fucking do it. Like, yeah, I heard you didn't grind at prom. Like, no, no, I went happen? to sophomore year, I went to prom with this girl because... Uh, her boyfriend was too old to go, and he, like, begged me to go, you know? And so we, so we get to prom, and music starts happening. By the way, the slowest fucking song they played was by Usher. Oh. Usher. Yeah, I love changed, Usher. I, like, I love Usher, but he is not something you slow dance to. I know. Like, Back to the Future, those slow dance, the Enchantment of yeah. the Sea dances. I want one like, of those. Everything's like, I mean, it's all bump and grind, bump and grind now. It's yeah, like, like, what's uh, this? I was watching, uh... Can't get intimate. I was watching Duck Dynasty, and, um... Oh, the, the, the dad the dad was worried about his daughter, you know, going on this date to this dance with her son. And uh, the dad's brother was like, it's just a dance. They're not getting married. And he was like, and then I started thinking, I was like, no, not anymore. It's not just a dance. The slowest song they're playing now is Usher. You can't fucking slow dance to that. It's all bump and grind. I, I challenge you to um, slow dance to Usher. You I, can do it. I'll you try. Can do anything. I'll try. But, okay, so I've had this rule, you know, I don't grind. It's just not my thing. Um... I just don't like to do it. But whenever we got to Club Opera, you know, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to break my rule tonight. And I I think I saw you. Didn't you just jump up on the stage? Um, One of our friends, one of our friends, Kevin O'Shea, he was like, Brian, you won't. And I was like, I won't what? And he was like, you won't get on that stage. And oh, at I didn't this know time, it was a you won't kind of situation. Yeah, I thought at, you just randomly did it for the No, no, no. At this time, there was uh, the, the stages are, you know, center um, center of the of the room. And uh, only one of the stage had people on it, and it had, like, three girls on it, and there was no one else on stage at this time. And Kevin was like, Brian, you won't. And I was like, all right, I got this. So I get up there, not expecting to grind, you know. I was expecting to do the grinding, you know, just to be funny because it's a guy grinding on a girl. So I hopped up there, and I see I see this girl, um, uh, and I just start grinding on her, you know. And then she just grabs me by the waist and, you know, kind of throws me around and starts grinding on me. And I'm like, what the fuck ever, you know? I'm going to start this. So, um, all in all, my first ever grind was on, on, on stage, on stage in, of, in the middle in of, of like, crowd. there were like 60 people watching me grind with this, like, big booty hoe, you know? And it, I don't know, it was fun. So, I, I kept doing it that night. Um, another, another example of it, I guess, is I brought one of my friends uh, with us for the birthday party. And, you know, we danced a lot and... It was fun. It was one of the, you know, few, it was one of, not few, one of many eventful things that kind of happened during the, uh, I, I didn't plan scene. on getting on stage either, but, like, I was, like, smoking a cigarette, you know, coming up, and went and saw Andrew up on stage, and I was like, awesome, so I walked up to the stage to see what he's doing, and all of a sudden, this girl on stage is like, get up here, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she, she actually told she me. She told me, get up here, and pulled me up on stage, and I was like, okay, See, I whatever. Didn't even, I didn't even and started, know that. just started going, and then... All of a sudden, I'm like, after, you know, 30, 40 seconds go by, I just feel like this. I'm like, what the fuck? And this guy's like, down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, they were 
so mad. I got kicked off stage twice by the bouncers because apparently guys aren't allowed to be up there, which, yeah. you know, I understand. Yeah, but, I mean, it was early in the but night. But it was, it was early. It was only, like, 11 o'clock. It was like, early. It wasn't even, like, you know. Yeah, us getting up there, you know, kind of ushered in the way of everybody else getting yeah, up there. Yeah, if it weren't for us, that, that, that referee would have It would have been, been a there. lot slower. Yeah, the referee. Well, we got to talk about her. This woman, <laughs> like... She was, you know, she was gorgeous, you know, she was tall, had a great, you know, figure, and she was wearing this really tight dress, and it looked like a fucking referee outfit. But she was and not working the pole no, at all. No, she wasn't. She was up on, the, on center stage, which is where the strip pole was, and she was just, you know, kind of like rocking around it, and the DJ was it's just like, what the shit. hell are you doing? Looking like a damn referee up there. What yeah. yeah, he literally was just like, looking like a goddamn referee, and she was like, oh, hell no, and then just started going ham. Like, we're talking ass-clapping kind of ham. It was, it was pretty crazy. I mean, I, I don't know, it was just one of... Again, one of the things that happened that was, that made that night pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, another thing, uh, I gotta I gotta tell this. The girl that I brought, um, she's a she's a really good dancer. Um, and uh, whenever whenever I wasn't there, you know, she would be dancing alone, and um, <laughs> random guys would come up to her and try and dance on her. And then this one little little man, he was a little man. Like a was, midget? No, he was. We're like, talking like monkeys. We're talking like four foot nine little person. Like a munchkin? Yeah. Like yeah. a munchkin. Did you come up in the light field? To, like yeah, tried to, <laughs> no. Yeah. no, but that would have been fucking great. He he came up, tried to dance with her, you know, and he's dancing. At first, she was kind of like, oh, it's, it's probably Brian or something. And then she looked around, and it was this little she guy. She confused you with a midget? Brian, you're small, but you're I'm not. a lot taller than that guy. And, and so he's like, he's dancing on her, and she just turns around, and she's like, no. And he's, he gives her this, what the fuck are you, what, what's your problem kind of look. And then she just, like, legit shoves the shit out of him. Just, Dang, I wish I would have saw that. It, it was pretty great. And then from then on, that guy, every time he saw me, like, follow her off the dance floor, he gave, gave, gave me the this. Yeah, he gave me that look. <laughs> yeah. It was it was great. I mean, it was interesting at the least. Interesting. Uh, what else happened, man? We uh, we had a lot of shit go down. It was a really fun night. Oh, dude, that one guy, I, I thought it was hilarious. It's a club. It's it's not a strip club, but yeah, like, it's a girls it's a nice working club. on that stu- stage. You gotta admit, they working on that yeah. stage. Guy next to me just smiles and pulls out ones and starts throwing it at this girl, and the girl's not even noticing. She's still you know working it, and then all of a sudden the girl next to her is like. What the fuck? Vroom, jumps to the floor and starts <laughs> swooping up all her money. And just runs off the stage. And I'm just what? like, Damn. That reminds me of when, when the uh, girl that I brought got on got onto the strip pole, you know, and she, um, is her main nameless, but that actually used to be her job. Really? Yeah. When? That's why she's so good at dancing. I'm, yeah. a stripper? Yeah. What? I yeah. did not know that. Yeah. And so she gets Learned on there. every day, folks. She gets on there and, um, our friend's birthday that it was, Kimber, she, um, Looked at me and she was like, "Hey, look!" And she pointed at her out. Um, my friend that was on the stage, and I was like, "All right, I got this." I pulled out my wallet and got a one out. Uh, oh, and I, I didn't, oh. I didn't make it rain. You didn't but, make it rain. You weren't. But rain. I pulled out that one, and I like pulled out her shirt, shoved it up in her pants, oh. <laughs> and she didn't even notice until she got down. And then I like, you should have been like, I was it wasn't like, me. It was that guy. Yeah, I mentioned. And she just gets mad and walks over and slaps <laughs> the snot out of her. That's funny. But no, like I followed her back to the stage. I was like, oh, or back to the bar, and I was like, I want my dollar back. So I'm like reaching up her shirt. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, getting my money back. Yeah, you should, yeah, you should have been like, magic. <laughs> Pull the dollar yeah. out of her. And uh, she was like, oh, you actually, damn it, Brian. And I was like, yeah, I did, I did. Um, <laughs> it was great. I got my dollar back, though. 
Hey, I wasn't that's all that matters, that man. Stay. I wasn't. I wouldn't pay for that show, man. <laughs> and then, you know, I've always, you know, had this like image of the club. You know, you see this big black guy with dreads and a bottle in one hand, well, are a you, beer what, in one what hand. What image are you thinking of? This is like the stereotypical club, like man, just going with like, a bottle in one the hand. The club man. Yeah, the dreads. club man. And he looks like a bouncer. He's like a big bouncer guy with dreads. With what? I don't get what you're saying. No, like okay. So he, he, when you think of the club, you know, you see just bottles everywhere, yeah. blood's getting passed, and just yeah. money getting thrown around. So, like, I see this guy, and he's, like, he's maybe, like, six feet tall, like, pretty hefty guy, like, muscular, not fat, but he's a pretty hefty guy. And he's holding a bottle in one hand, a beer in the other, and he's got a blunt in his mouth. Dang. And I'm just looking at him like, this is what I've been waiting to see. <laughs> like, this man is who I've been waiting to see. And he was hilarious. And, like... He turned to me and he was like, oh, white boy. And he went to pass me his blood. Oh. And I'm like, hell yes. I'm getting a free blunt out of this. And then his friend just snakes in from behind the crowd and like grabs it. And I'm like, shit. I just turn around all sad and go oh. to the bar and smoke I'm pretty sure if you would have stayed in the circle, it would have been passed back around. Yeah. yeah I mean, rotations are circular, man. You know, it, it, it comes back around. around. I wasn't in the rotation at first. So it was like, I'm not in the rotation. I'm just a random white guy there. And then, oh, you were the only white guy? Yeah, I was the I mean, only white guy. It's whatever. <laughs> And, uh, no, it was, oh, to, to get on the topic of race, while we were there, there were, you know, there was a decent amount of white girls there, you know. We're, oh. in, we're in Atlanta, so there's not too many, but, but there are a decent amount, and I promise, like, viewers, listeners, whatever you want to call yourselves, um, one white girl could dance, and it was the girl that I brought. There were no other white girls that could dance. It was ridiculous. I was watching and laughing. Not that I got on stage. If you actually like watch like people around the club, some white girls can. Okay, dance. so there were so there were a couple, and there's this one Asian girl who was doing like some crazy techno dance, like Chris Brown kind of shit in the back of this in the back of the room. She's just going ham with these like Chris Brown, Usher, Omarion kind of moves, and I'm just sitting there watching. Like this isn't the kind of dance you throw money at, but I want to so bad because it's amazing. You're like you don't, you're not sure if you should throw dollars, so you like throw fifty cents. Like yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know if I should throw change. money, but I, I should throw something. So I'm throwing my quarters. I'm throwing all my quarters out. And, um, She's like, "What the hell? You don't don't give me a whole dollar." <laughs> well, there's uh, there are these ladies, you know, walking around promoting the bar. Oh yeah, saying, yeah. They're talking to hobby five dollar drinks, whatever. And then there were there were other ladies walking around with like boxes to sell shit, you know, yeah. boxes of tobacco. You, they were like, smelling like, or smelling, selling cigarettes, cigarettes because you could smoke in the cigars. club or not. Yeah, yeah. What kind of cigars did they have? Anything good? They had yeah, they had some pretty good cigars, but they were all really expensive. Uh, okay. And yeah. but every pack of cigarettes that was in that box was at least like five bucks or six. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Ten dollars minimum. What? Because you can't go in and come back out. Yeah. If so, you I go mean, out and buy you. them, you're gonna have to pay another ten to get back. They got in. the monopoly right there. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting there like I'm running out of Newports, right? And I've got no cigarettes. And, and then our friend, Mitch, yeah, Mitch found them. Our friend fucking... finds a pack of cigarettes and he was telling me like how he found them and he saw them on the ground. And he did some like sneaky dance move, like slid it over. And well, what he's saying over. is he found them on the ground. He did some sneaky dance moves. And... Jacking out of yeah. pocket. He straight up picked him up off the ground. That's a ten dollar. Do you remember we were at the quad that one time? The guy like walked up to you with your wallet and was like, I pickpocketed you just oh, to hurt you. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. We were at Quad in Atlanta and this guy comes up to me, um, holding my fucking wallet. And I'm like, What? And he goes, Bro, put this in your front pocket. I just stole this, you didn't even know. I was like, damn, that's a good guy. He, he's a true assassin. Yeah. He's an assassin. I was like, this guy's Altair. I'm pretty sure he's from the past. He's a time-traveling wizard. Yeah, I know, dude. Um, but it was great. But he, our friend, you know, he found that pack of cigarettes unopened. It's a $10 pack of cigarettes. 
And when we get back to my house, he gives me the rest of the pack. And I'm like, hell yeah, I don't smoke these, but it's still cigarettes. I mean, it gives me something to do when I'm bored, you know? And... I don't know, it was just it's just sad because like that's really fucking expensive for a pack of cigarettes. Exactly. Okay, I I, I got to go talk about my uh, my friend. Um, the that, girl that you I, brought. Yeah, the girl the girl that the, the girl that I brought with us to the to the club for the birthday party. Um, she she has one one of my friends is like in love with her, like just absolutely head over heels in love with this girl. Like she has broken his heart. So many times. It's not her fault. It's just because he is, like, so in love with her. But he's... That it's, uh, like, creepy to her? Or she just doesn't mm, like him in well, No, she just doesn't what? like him like that. She He is her best friend. Her best friend. But she does not like him like that. And that's... <laughs> he's stuck in friend zone? the friend zone. Friend yeah, zone? he is friend zone forever. And, you know, no, I used to forever. think... You can... Well, I... See, I, I used to think that you could get out of it. But in my mind, really, it's... I can get out of it, but he can't. Like, You're saying it, it's from person to person. Yeah, it's per, it's 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 person to person. It's how you know your determination. Yeah, it's how you approach things. Yeah. It's not necessarily about being stuck in the friend zone so much as can you as a person get out of it. And, and this friend and I, um, the guy who's in love with her, have had you know several talks about this. How'd that go? <laughs> not so good. And you know, part of me feels bad as to why it didn't go so well. Why? Why wouldn't it go well? Because the first time that I ever hung out with this girl um, was oh. with was with him, and we went to this guy's house. Was this in your womanizer phase when you're just you know? I'm still in my my womanizer phase. I'm not getting. It's you not. Didn't have I'm a not car. You don't have a car. So it's kind of. I'm not getting out of it. Slow down. But once yeah, you it's some, it's once slow you become down. mobile again, dude. Yeah, once I get another car, um, it, it'll it'll pick back up. But we went uh, we went to this guy's house, and you know we're hanging out, drinking, you know, just chilling. And it's time to go to bed. And we're all four um, laying on the bed, you know. She's beside me, and those two are like out, out on the outside. Oh, is this about to get PG thirteen? Yeah, it's about to get PG thirteen. Oh shit! It might. It's already PG thirteen. Oh, we said we said shit like a million times, and we we I mean, said we haven't dropped the f bomb. I've dropped fuck like four times oh, already. Oh shit! And we we're R. Yeah, we're, we're rated R, R, so I'm allowed to say whatever fuck I want. Well, I mean, I don't want to get NC seventeen, man. No, uh, we're not gonna get that far. No, no, um, dude, Evil Dead guy. And yeah, it did, didn't it? Um. But no, so we're laying there, you know, and uh, everybody's starting to go to sleep, turn off the light, lights are off. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this girl just rolls over and starts making out with me, and I'm like, what's going out on? Out of nowhere? Yeah, just like, literally. Like, the conversation? That's, that's, there was that's a good no, TV show. There was no <laughs> conversation. It was absolute silence. Awkward, awkward silence or just? No, everybody was going to bed. So everybody was just going to bed silence. You know, that's what it is. And she just rolls over, and bam, starts making out with me. And I'm like, all right, whatever, let's go. And so, you know, we start fooling around and whatever, and, um... He met my my friend makes it very obvious. Like he's like, I go, I'm gonna go smoke a cigarette and gets up out of stands up on the bed and like falls and you guys can't see this but I'm doing the air quotations because he fell like right on top of us and like you know kind of trying, what, to, trying to break it up yeah like trying to get trying to break trying to break it up oh okay I thought you meant like and he's like oh shit something's going down <laughs> <laughs> no no he was trying to break it up and um that. That made me feel kind of bad the next day because, you know, she she went inside the house and we were sitting in the car and he's like, hey, Brian, I got to ask you something. And I'm like, all right. And he's like, what happened? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, last night with you and with you and her, what happened? And, I, you know, I started to explain it to him. And he just exactly goes. Exactly how you did now. And you're like, what? Yeah, I, I explained everything to him. Like everything, detail like, for detail. You know, and he, we got him walking. <laughs> <laughs> no. And he looks at me and he goes, why the fuck does this always happen? 
And I'm like, what? Oh, he didn't have a mental breakdown, did he? Why does yeah, this always happen? He broke down. He was like, why is this always happening to me? You know, he's like, I really, really like her, but she, for some reason, doesn't see that. And I'm like, look, bro, you you don't need to try this anymore because you're stuck where you're at. She she loves you, man, but you're her best friend. And nothing's ever going to change that. You're not going to go any further. Like, they have never even, like, cuddled. Like, best friends fucking cuddle and watch movies and Dude. shit. But they've never... No, not... No, you and I are not fucking cuddling. Uh, uh, yeah. Hey, Ryan, why don't you come on over? <laughs> <laughs> but no, they've never even, you know, cuddled and watched a movie. It just like, went NC-17. <laughs> it just went gay porno. It went gay porno. Um, it was a new rating system. And, um... So they've never even done that. Like, he is stuck where he is stuck, you know? And then another, like, uh, about an hour or so go by, and we're somewhere else, and... My friend, the guy, walks in somewhere, and it's just me Someone. and her. Um, it's just me and her that um, are sitting in the car, you know, waiting on him to do whatever he's doing. And she's like... At a gas station or something like that? No, it was at uh, our, our friend Elijah's house because um, he had left something there. And, um, and so she looks at me, and she's like, hey, did uh, Ryan say anything? And I'm like, anything about what? She's like, you know, last night. And I was like, yeah... Um, yeah, he did. And she was like, well, what did he say? And I was like, he's fucking pissed. What you don't know is Ryan's actually inside listening to the conversation through little wireless mics he has in the car. He's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. He's just and... spying on y'all now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she's like, damn. And I'm like, yeah, he's fucking, like, irate. Like, he is mad. She's like, uh, you know, I love him, but I can never see him like that, you know? Like, that's never going to happen between us. And then, you know, a bunch of different scenarios with basically the same thing happening between me and this girl... History um, repeats itself. Yeah, history repeated itself like three or four times. And um, and every time after that, me and him had that conversation. Now, does he know that y'all went to the club together? Yes. Okay. He do does about know that? about that. Um, really, she doesn't give a fuck about what he thinks anymore. Because well, I'm not saying what she thinks well, yeah, about yeah. I'm saying what so, he thinks. So, she never told me what he thought because she just doesn't. Oh, you haven't talked to him? Yeah. Okay. I haven't talked to him about it because it's, you know, it's not a big deal. We went to the club. That's it. Nothing came of that. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of grinding. Yeah, a lot of grinding. But what, I mean, oh, I guess. I guess I'd upset they've him. never even danced together. Yeah. Like she won't even dance with him. Um, but like, she's explained to me why. You know, like, like why she's able to do that with me and not him because we're really great friends too. You know, um, so why me and not him? But it's just because like, I literally don't give a fuck about her in that regard. Like in that sense, I don't care. Um, so, so what you're getting to is women like assholes more than nice people? Is that what you're getting to? No, no, no. <laughs> like, if she were to do that with him, you know, it would, you know, it'd lead him on because she's like in, he's like in love with her. So she won't even, you know, dance with him, like cuddle with him because it would lead him on and he would yeah. think, but me, I don't give a fuck. So <laughs> it, it doesn't really matter. If she we doesn't do want it. the clinginess. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Um, she just wants to have a good time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just really, it's just really sad whenever I think about it because I'm like, can can he get out of the friend zone? Well, you know, if you've listened to our episode three, you you know we're Batman and we take on problems we like are this. Batman. We could try to potentially help him. Yeah, we're not Batman and Robin. We're Batman and Batman. Yeah, um, I don't know. That's a good way to say this. We're like Wonder Twins, and together we can form Batman. I don't, I don't fucking know. We're kind of like a dynamic duo, full of Batman. I don't know. Okay, which Batman are you, Adam West? Christopher Nolan. No, I'm 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 Chris, I'm I'm Nolan Batman. Okay, I'm animated Batman. You're animated Batman. Animated. All right, I'm animated Nolan TV Batman. Show. Nolan Knights. That's for you. Um, 
Wait, so, so what are you? What are you saying? You you want me to take on this mission of getting yes. out of friend? Why? Yes, because it's not you're not you're not the friend he deserves, but you're the friend he needs right now. He needs you to help him with this. It's a very Batman thing. But that means I have to choose. I have to choose. Like she doesn't want him out of the friend zone. He wants out of the friend zone. If I help him, I'm giving her what she doesn't want. But you just already said you don't give a fuck about her. I don't give a fuck about what Being she does. With her. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't ever. Want to be with her? Yeah, I'm okay with like fooling around and shit, but I would never want to be with her. But I care about her. Like she's one of my like really good friends. So I have to choose: do I help him while you know hurting her, or do I just stay out? It's not really hurting her because I mean, ultimately, if you're you're, yeah, if you're helping him grow to be a man that she would like, it's not hurting her. Yeah, it could potentially help him because she really does love him. Um, what what are you doing? What with that peanut butter? Um, eating it? With a spoon. You shouldn't have fucking brought it in here. I was gonna make a damn sandwich. I don't give a fuck. You're double dipping. You're licking the spoon and dipping it in my peanut butter. You faggot. That's what I do. No, you don't do that to another man's peanut butter. What the hell? Uh, Give me that shit. No, just don't fucking take... Give me back the fucking peanut butter. (laughs) Why would you do that? You know what? I hate people like you. The peanut butter bitches. The peanut butter bitches. Is the that double what? dip, the peanut butter, and then ex- leave it and expect everyone else to eat it and enjoy it. And you know what? I also hate when you get, like, jelly and shit in my peanut butter. I don't get jelly in your peanut butter. I just eat your fucking peanut butter. Yeah. Don't even blame that on no, me. No, no. I hate people like you. God. Like, okay. Okay. You know what the fuck I hate? What? I hate whenever I'm calling you, you know, and I'm, I start off the conversation as it's supposed to be started, and then I'm like, oh, wait, I gotta tell him something because this is important. And I'm like, hey... Cody, don't forget to... And I continued talking, but guess where the fuck Cody is? He hung up because he doesn't know how to fucking finish a phone call. Hey, I don't know. Is this, a, is this about to be a fight? Are we it's about to fight, to be over phone calls fight. And peanut butter? Yeah. What? I'm going to eat the rest of your fucking peanut butter. Why don't oh, you call me or something? No. <laughs> you bastard. Uh, what are the other pet peeves we have? Hmm. I'd say peer pressures. I hate like when people pre- are like, yeah. like, when, like... when someone's like, I don't know, man. I really don't want to do it. We're like, do it. Do it, do it, do it. We, I mean, we do that I do it, a lot. I mean, jokingly, saying, you won't. But I'm saying like life decisions, but like, like actual shit, you know, like, like drinking, smoking. You know, if that's yeah, something you want to do. Like if someone's do had it. enough, don't make them drink more. I like that one night that. we were, uh, we were at, um, we were at my house, and there was like we were playing beer pong or something, and somebody wanted to quit. I, I don't know if you were around at the time, but we were playing beer pong, and my partner and I were, you know, just shutting them out. And somebody was like, "I don't want to drink it," and I was like, "All right, I'll do it for him." You know, it's not and everyone else is like, "No, yeah. everyone's like, no, they have to." No, they have to. I'm like, "No, yeah, they're done. They're fucking done. I'll drink." Like, it. I don't want them to die. <laughs> yeah, like they're gonna get alcohol poisoning at my house. I'm gonna get arrested. Like, no, I will drink it for them. It's not that big of a deal. It's just I don't like it, especially. Oh, and this is kind of like a pet peeve of a pet peeve, a pet peeve of a pet peeve, because like I really hate this. Like when people. Um, will sit there and they'll tell someone not to peer pressure them, but then two days later they're like, "Hey, you want you want some of this? You want some of this?" Like, one no, of no, our... there's a difference between offering no, and no, no, no. pushing upon you, like well, you know you want it. Well, let me explain. Uh, I remember one of our friends, uh, who's a little bit on the countryside, drives a truck. Um, he really hates that that uh, um, that Kevin will like, peer pressure someone into something, you know, and he'll he'll. He'll peer pressure him into doing it, and then our friend will be like, no, stop fucking do that. Peer pressure's not cool. Two days later, um, we're smoking, right? And he's like, hey, Ed, you have to smoke this. And Ed's like, nah, dude, I don't smoke. And he's like, no, seriously, smoke it. And I'm like, leave him alone. He's not going to smoke. He just doesn't want to do it. That's not what he does. 
And then he added, he was like, all right, if we beat you at this beer pong game, you have to smoke. And I'm like, no, that's, that's not how things work. So, like, the pet peeve of the pet peeve is that I hate people who, I guess, are, are hypocrites. Hippo- like, um, people who are like, don't do this, but then go around and, you know, do it themselves. Like, that, hypocrites are a really big pet peeve of mine. Just a stupid big pet peeve of mine. Um, what are some other things? Grammar. Gotta fucking I just don't know grammar. what you're saying. No, okay, guys. This motherfucker sitting beside me. Who? That guy? No, you. Cody. The guy who's recording no, all this? Cody, that... it's, it's you. Cody oh, Thomas, right oh. here, sitting beside me. Oh. Um, this motherfucker was born into the English language, still doesn't know how to use it. Hey, man, it's not my fault <laughs> the education system failed me. We had almost the same education system. No, we didn't. For nine years, we didn't. What but you that talking was elementary about? School. Um, <laughs> like when people are like, hey, um, you're going to be somewhere, right? And it's, a spo- it's supposed to be Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, but it's Y-O-U-R. And I'm just like, no. I don't do that. No. I you know. don't in particular. We're, we're moving. Yeah, we're I'm, se- about, I'm about to say, no. I do not mix up like yours. We're segueing into another form of grammar right now when people just fuck I'm, up I'm not so bad at grammar. It's spelling I'm bad with. Spe- yeah, spelling is, is pretty much your, your, weak, your weak point. But like uh, segueing into another form of grammar, like when people use improper words, like the words that don't go there, but they're... It don't bother me unless it's like in a text message format, but if it's like serious, like typing, like, I don't know. Even even texting, I have to use perfect grammar. I cannot like I'll put a colon. Te- texting is about use getting the message colon. across really fast to me. It's not like oh, let me take my time. To but how much this, harder? How much harder is it to fucking spell um, your properly than spell the other form of your? And most phones nowadays even have like a grammar check. They, they even like have a check. A word. Like how the fuck do you get it wrong if your fucking phone has spell check? I don't know. How okay. you you shouldn't when you fuck up something so bad that your phone doesn't even recognize it. No, not good. Not good at all. Anything else you'd like to vent about, pet peeves? Oh, no, dude. Let's get a guest star on this. A guest star? Yeah, let's go find someone. All right, we're, we're going to go find someone. Random guy out in the hall. All right, so we found someone, and uh, I'm going to let him introduce himself. Hey, I'm Alan Thomas, and... you got well, Okay, we're here to ask you a few questions. Alan, uh, what are your pet peeves, like your biggest pet peeves, the stuff that bothers you, certain okay. kind of people you hate? My pet peeves would happen to be when people interrupt. Really? Well, do, uh, do you hate when people eat your peanut butter? Like, you know, with a spoon? You know, like they double dip in, their, in your peanut butter? Does that not bother you? Out of the jar, just sitting there with the, with the spoon. Only if it's crunchy. Crunchy, yes, I agree with you. I, I, I high five on that one. I like smooth, but... You like smooth? But you yeah. hate when people dip out of the, the crunchy? I'm kind of... I'm one of I those guys. I hate on the spoon. Oh, okay. See, I'm one of those guys, and he hates it. I'm just yeah. sitting there just yeah. eating the peanut like, butter. You, you, you want a peanut butter sandwich sometimes, you're like, yeah. But then you remember, oh, God, he just slobbered all in my thing of peanut butter. I can't eat this. I'm basically eating his saliva. I can't do that. Also, when he, like, you know, people use, like, the same spoon to put their jelly and their peanut butter. So you get jelly in your peanut butter bowl, you know what I'm saying? They also have jars for that. You know, it's called Goober Great. Yeah, they got mixed jars. No, I don't want that. I don't want that. I hate when they do that. Oh, he hates mixed at all. Yeah, I hate that. I want it to be. I want only peanut butter. I don't want no saliva. I don't want no jelly in my peanut butter jar, you know? So so this man's got a great idea. You have your jelly and you have your peanut butter spoons. Now we don't have to use the same Yes, that's what I'm saying. You get different spoons when you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but people use the same spoons and it makes But I feel like your mom would yell at me for that, you know? Always using up her damn dishes. Why are you hanging out with my mom? Hey, hey. Whoa, whoa, this is about to take another turn. We already fought once. Oh, got lip. Enough with the fighting. We're on air right now. Okay, we can't do this right now. I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about before this is all said and done? 
Well, uh, I mean, we can talk about just just the future of the podcast, I guess, and a little quick story to introduce that. Um, I was at the, the shitty Lakeshore Mall, which is in Gainesville, um, and, you know, I was, I, was, I was in this shitty mall taking a shit, because, you know, it deserves that. It deserves to be shit in. Um, Ooh, that reminds me of another story. I'll tell you in a second. All right, all right. Well, I'm, I'm in there, you know, and I see this poster, and it's like, superhero meet and greet. And I'm like, what? And so I see this picture of Iron Man. It says, Iron Man and the creator of Iron Man will be here May 11th. What? Yeah. And so I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, Robert Downey Jr.? No fucking way. Turns out Robert Downey Jr. is not going to be there. What? There's some random guy Lies. dressed up as Iron Man and the creator of Iron Man. Um, and there's only one of them left. <laughs> the, the other, other Stan than Stan Lee? Lee, other than Stan Lee, and there's no way in hell he's coming to the shitty mall, so it's gonna be the other guy. Um, but but I'm gonna really try to actually, you know, get him to get him to do an interview with us to, um, I guess, further the publicity of this thing. So you guys watch out for that, an interview from the creator of Iron Man, if I can make that happen. I can get an interview with uh, Andy Rubin, the Alley comic. Al- oh comic, yeah, the guy that does designer. the Alley comments, little kid thing. Yeah. Okay. okay, Alan, thank you for joining us here on Happy Thoughts of Dirty Minds. You got no any, problem. like, uh, closing thoughts you want to tell the public? Yeah. Uh, remember, kids, don't drink and drive. You might hit a bump and spill your beer. Well, that's everything. Until next time, folks. Uh, adios. Ciao. Goodbye.